Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hi friends and welcome. I'm glad you're here today. This is episode 55 of the podcast Weight Loss and Wellness for Real. Today we are going to talk about black and white thinking, overeating, binge eating, and psychological flexibility. All these things, the black and white thinking uh, that contribute to overeating, to binge eating often, and then some strategies and ways to start to shift and change this behavior through things called psychological flexibility. Before we get into it, uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about my website that you can go to for more information on how I work with clients. That website is my name, Heather Heinen, H-E-Y-N-E-N is how you spell my odd last name. So it's heatherheinen.com. From there, there is a lot of detail about how I work with my clients uh, through online weight loss coaching. I do some intermittent fasting coaching. I do some general health coaching. And then I also do some life coaching. And all of that can be done online through email with the life coaching. I typically do that through phone sessions. Um, but all of that is in detail on the website, prices, uh, everything is totally upfront and lots of details. So you kind of get a feel for if it's something that would work for you before you get going. From my website, you can also sign up for a weekly newsletter on all things well-being. I usually include in that some discount codes for companies that I partner with. Um, as well as just tips and tricks for all things to manage stress, um, get more optimal health going physically with your body, just things like that. And from that website, you can also get to all my social media handles and also my blog, which is called Journal on the website, is over there as well with lots of things I've written in regards to optimizing health and well-being. Uh, you're also invited to come over to our Facebook group called Intermittent Fasting Lifestyle for Weight Loss, Maintenance, and Health if you happen to be into intermittent fasting. Okay, so let's start talking about black and white thinking and actually the other clinical term for that, well, there's a few, but is dichotomous thinking and how uh, I titled this episode. So I'm gonna start out with an example. And, you know, I'm just going to um, talk about some things. And I, if you can relate to any of what I'm saying, then I'd really love for you to finish listening to this entire episode. As at the end, I'm going to offer 
offer you some ways out of a struggle that you may have going on, but don't even know it. So maybe going on subconsciously, unconsciously, many of us have the struggle going on, but you know, that awareness piece, that understanding is happening or or what we're doing or what are we thinking about? Like becoming aware is one of the most important things. So sometimes asking some questions uh, can, and if you answer positively, you kind of know, oh boy, this might be me. This might be what's going on. So I want you to ask yourself, do you ever find yourself thinking things like, I'm a terrible person or something like my sister is so beautiful and I'm so ugly or I'm the best or I'm the worst or do you think things like you have to, or are you are you kind of in this behavior of where you have to have all external conditions be completely perfect in order to complete a task um, or do you think things like my partner is amazing when they give you a compliment and then you think my partner is awful when they get when they give you a complaint. Uh, do you think things like that food is a good food, or that food is a bad food? Now, also take a listen to these words I'm going to read. If you find yourself using one or more of these words often, you are most likely a black and white thinker, a dichotomous thinker. So these words: always, never, impossible ruined, failure, perfect, should, ought to, disaster. So these extreme words mean you're having these sort of extreme thoughts. And when we have these extremes in thinking, it can make it really difficult to complete your work, your tasks. It becomes really difficult to have peaceful um growing relationships, it becomes very difficult to forgive yourself, to work with others. These sort of words and thought patterns also create negative physical and emotional health. And this thinking tendency, this black and white type thinking, this dichotomous thinking also causes issues uh, in how you perceive yourself. And then because of that can really cause a lot of mood swings. So black and white thinking is the mindset of many habitual dieters. So if you're a habitual dieter out there, I'm one as well. We constantly, you know, when we're in this mode of habitually dieting, see ourselves as either being on a diet, so restricting ourselves from all the foods we love, the bad foods, or off the diet. So eating all the bad foods or the forbidden foods that we enjoy. And this is kind of how that binging or that overeating can get started um, because, you know, you restrict, 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 I'm on the diet, I'm doing good, I'm eating the good foods, I cannot eat the bad foods, I cannot go off plan, and then all of a sudden it's too much, that tension builds up. And all of a sudden you're eating all the bad foods, all the forbidden foods, and you're off the diet. You quit. It's too hard, right? And then pretty soon you're like, oh, I got to do this again. And you get really, really restrictive. So it's that black and white thinking. It's either or. I'm on or off the diet. My issues in the past and the issues I see in many clients is this black and white thinking, this dichotomous thinking around food, around eating, around dieting. I see black and white thinking a lot with clients with long dieting history and especially yo-yo dieters. So, you know, those of us who 
you know, you diet down and then you gain it back and you diet down and you gain it back, maybe plus some and you diet down, you know, like this lifetime of, of up and down dieting. So black and white thinking is that either or thinking, you know, thinking something's good or it's bad type thinking. There's no gray areas in this type thinking. It's only right or it's wrong. It's, it's never, maybe, it's never in the middle. There's always a right way. And the other ways are wrong. This happens a lot in relationships, right? Like my way is the right way. Like why can't you do the dishes the way I do them? My way is the right way. Other people's ways are wrong. So this, the problem with this kind of thinking is, is first off, it's very patterned and habitual. So those of us in this type of thinking, we often do not realize we're, we're doing it. And then second, it creates this way of, of seeing the world, of looking at the world it sets us up of looking at the world through this sort of filter um, and, and sets us up for failure um, in many aspects of our life, but you know we're kind of focused on the weight loss world here. So definitely sets us up for failure when it comes to losing weight, but especially keeping it off for good, which is our goal. Our goal is not just to lose weight. The, go- the goal is to lose weight and keep it off for good and be able to eat in a lifestyle that you enjoy, eat in a way you enjoy. Anyway, if I have a worldview that is very dichotomous, that is very black and white, that one way is the only right way, you know, I'm kind of screwed with anxiety when, you know, my one right way is not happening. And in the weight loss dieting world, it really does screw you because you feel like you can only eat what you've defined as the right foods or the the right way to fast. If you're in the intermittent fasting world, some of you know that's my other podcast and that's why I'm bringing it in because I know many of you listen to both. So when you eat the bad food or you don't fast the right way, like if you have this mindset of, you know, these bad foods that I cannot eat and or, and or, you know, you have sort of this way that you want to fast that you think is the best way. And then when you fall out of that, there are all these feelings that then come up and, and create lots of tension for us in our bodies. And from the tension, we often just give up and quit. Um, you know, cause it's too much. It's what I was talking about before. It becomes overwhelming. The tension does. And so you have to just give up the diet and then throw everything, you know, caution to the wind. And then you're eating all the things. And then you know, obviously (laughs) more weight comes back on. And I'm going to go into more detail on black and white or dichotomous thinking and fasting in particular on how to change that kind of thinking around fasting so that you can lose weight quicker. That's going to be on my other podcast. Um, You know, who knows when you're listening to this, but right now when I'm recording, I think that episode comes out um, I think it comes out in a week from now. Anyway, the the title, I do know the title of it. The title, title of it is called Flexible Fasting. I'm also really hoping to write a book on, on that. But for now, just know that you, if you are a black and white dichotomous thinker around um, any sort of your food, dieting, that sort of thing, uh, it's going to be a big issue. It's going to be a really big issue if you're wanting to maintain weight loss for good. So in, in the therapy world, you know, most of you know, I'm a mental health therapist. And so in the therapy world, black and white thinking, like I said, it's called dichotomous thinking. It's also called splitting, um, or all or nothing thinking, you know? So again, it's a thought pattern that makes people 
think in absolutes and see the world in absolutes. And this is actually considered a cognitive distortion. So, you know, when I'm writing progress notes as a, as a therapist, and I had a client um, who presented with lots of dichotomous thinking, you know, I would write about that, you know, saying cognitive distortion because. It, it keeps us from seeing life the way it actually is. There are other cognitive distortions um, in the mental health world as well, but basically cognitive distortions are all patterns of thought that distort how reality is or how the world actually plays out. Black and white thinking is that sort of filter like I talked about that makes us see the world through this filter, our inner and outer world in a skewed manner, in a way um, in a way that's not reality, not what is actually going on, not the way our life really is, which is, you know, life is complex, uncertain, and definitely it is constantly always changing. So if that is reality, but I am a black and white thinker, I'm going to suffer enormously in this lifetime because I'm constantly um, interpreting my inner and outer life, my relationships in a way, in this pattern of black and white thinking, which doesn't ever fit or feel right because everything is always changing and can't be certain. So I'm wanting, I, I think everything is supposed to be certain. I almost demand that in my thinking, but really the world is not that way. So, so there's very much this um, juxtaposition between the two, and and that creates tension with us in us. So, you know, now I will try, I will struggle really hard trying to fit my world view into the real world, but I can't because the real world is not ordered that way that I'm thinking. So it's the failure in our thinking to bring together the dichotomy of both positive and negative qualities, you know, of our world, of ourselves, of others into, you know, what we want to do is bring it into this cohesive, realistic whole. Um, and by the way, this type of thinking, black and white thinking, dichotomous thinking or splitting is also a very common defense mechanism. Um, it really helps us not to feel our feelings because when when we're thinking in black and white and um you know we we get the sense like we're going to have control we're going to make it our way or I'm going to force people to do it my way or this is the right way or this is the wrong way um so it becomes very easy because of that thinking pattern to kind of push away all those uncomfortable feelings you know to um to not have to go into them Anyway, that was just a little side note there. So the world is not a black and white either or place. Our lives are full of maybes, of shades of gray, of everything in between. By refusing to see the world in its complexity, the way it actually, the way it actually is, we may initially make it easier for ourselves to separate the, out the good from the bad, the right from the wrong, the beautiful from the ugly. But this kind of pattern, habitual thinking, is actually incredibly exhausting. And it does cause us to have lots and lots of ups and downs. And this is where that moodiness comes into play. You know, if you find yourself dealing with lots of moodiness, lots of ups and downs, <clears throat> a lot of times it's due to this pattern of thinking 
because we have so many ups and downs because, you know, we want things a certain way or they should be a certain way or we should be doing a certain thing, you know, and when those things don't play out, there's then a lot of low moods, right? When things are going right or when I'm doing um, what I feel is good, my mood goes up. So there can be a lot of moodiness from this kind of thinking and obviously that affects our relationship with others, but it also affects our relationship with ourselves and our ability to follow through on things we know we want to do. It it, um, affects how we are going to align ourselves and live towards our values. So, you know, we want to, well, and this kind of thinking, it, it, you know, taking away that complexity that you know, that really makes life and relationships so rich. We actually really, if, if you can step back and think about it, we actually really want our world, our relationships to have that complexity the, um, from the negative end of the spectrum to the positive. And I know sometimes that's, that's hard to take in because why would we want the negative? But the truth is we need that part in order to really experience the positive as well. Like you need both. And and so understanding we need both, we want both, and that this complexity is what actually makes our life and relationships um, very rich and deeper and uh, much more fulfilling, um, I guess is the bottom line. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast And then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. Okay, so... I'm hoping at this point you have a grasp on how black and white or dichotomous thinking or splitting causes struggle within our lives, within ourselves. But I want to move back into how it affects or creates an inability to lose weight, to lose weight for good, or how it really throws a roadblock in optimizing our physical health Um, and I want to get into it because I know a lot of you listening, that's why you're here. So when it comes to black and white thinking around our weight and food issues, and there is actually, um, well, there is actually some research and published papers around this. So one study found that if a person thinks of food in the terms of good, bad, so some foods are good, some foods are bad. Just thinking in those terms, if that's a habit of yours, creates the tendency to, um, you know, consciously be controlling food intake, and that is associated with more weight regain after you've lost some weight. So, you know, we know that this mindset that creates this all-or-nothing cycle that that kind of 
um, will ultimately push push us towards failure as soon as one single thing goes wrong. So for example, if I think in terms of ice cream is a bad food and you know I've been not eating it because it's a bad food and I'm on a diet and then one night I just give in and eat it, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking I've completely failed because I ate the bad food and now I'm not going to lose any weight. And so I might as well eat more and I might as well give up. Or, so you give up or you're like, I'll just start again tomorrow. I'll just start again tomorrow. You know, when we think in this black and white way, um, we can get really frustrated, angry, tell ourselves we screwed up again and then we're defeated and we beat ourselves up some more. We see then losing weight as impossible And if not in that moment, over time, if the cycle continues because of that tension it creates, most of us do decide to quit at some point. And quitting, um, whatever plan you're following, is never going to work. And and that's where we, you know, talked about, I think it was last week's episode, compliance and how to create compliance for yourself. Because really, compliance is the ticket, right? And you can kind of choose any way of eating um, as as long as you're complying with it, it, it's going to work. Well, not any way of eating, but you guys know what I mean. So, you know, those of us um, who live in sort of this black and white thinking mode, this dichotomous thinking mode, have a tendency, like we fail to consider that there are so many choices between the right or wrong, between the black and white, between the all or nothing. And there really are. You know, you may have a really difficult time getting back on track when you deviate from your eating plan. You know, when you eat that bad food, when you eat the ice cream, as in our previous example, you might view your day then as ruined. I mean, how many times did I do this? You know, or how, I mean, all the clients I've worked with, I swear almost everyone um, has sort of had this thought, you know, if you go off plan, you know, all of a sudden that day is completely ruined. Instead of accepting, you know, that one decision to eat off plan was just one choice. Um, One, you can use the word mistake. I don't like the word mistake. One slip up, I guess you could use. I, I like more. It was just one decision or one choice. And you can forget it and just move on and forward. Um, It's when it's repeated over and over. When we get the thought pattern like, that was terrible. I went off plan. The thinking is what then causes us to, well, I screwed up, so I'm just going to screw the whole day or I'm going to screw the whole week. I'll get started later on, you know, whatever it is, or I'm not doing this anymore. It's when it's that thought pattern that creates that constant barrier to success and weight loss and specifically in long-term weight loss. So for anyone who struggles with their relationship with food, black and white thinking or you know struggle with emotional eating or struggle with binge eating uh that black and white thinking is really alluring in a way so for example some foods are healthier choices than others but labeling food as good or bad takes away the context so what i'm saying is yes there are healthier choices there are higher what we could call Um, nutrient-dense quality foods that are going to help with weight loss and optimizing health, but labeling the foods as good or bad 
takes away the context. So if I'm at a celebration and my grandma made my favorite cookies for me, these cookies are not bad. They can actually, you know, where before, you know, during the week I might've been, all cookies are bad. I can't eat cookies. So I go to my grandma, she makes me these cookies. Um, they're my favorite cookies. You know, these cookies are not bad, right? Uh, they can actually be a really wonderful choice in that context. Another way we might use black and white thinking is what I was talking about before. I'll start again tomorrow. And this happens to a lot of people when they eat a bad food earlier in the day, like we were talking about. And this often then turns into even more overeating and or binging because you've already ruined the day. So seeing a food as good or bad and seeing a day as ruined or perfect, or even seeing yourself as good because you followed your plan perfectly, or bad because you ate something you see as bad, really creates that negative tension that does lead to more overeating and often binges for those of us who deal with binge eating. So if you recognize yourself and what we've been talking about, then... Let's talk about how to begin to unwind and change and shift that black and white thinking, that dichotomous thinking, so that you can lose your weight quicker and so you can stay there for good. What we want to actually do is create and cultivate psychological flexibility. So psychological flexibility, the cure all to black and white or dichotomous thinking, psychological flexibility is a skill that can be practiced and learned. If you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, you hear it time and time again. Everything, this is a skill. All of it is a skill. It can be practiced and learned. And it is so true about psychological flexibility. It's really about being in contact with the present moment, being fully aware of emotions, sensations, and thoughts. It's about welcoming them, including the ones you don't want and moving more into a pattern of behavior in the service of your chosen values. So let's break it down here. You have a value. If you don't know your values in life, I'd highly recommend working with someone or doing some journaling to get clarity on your values in life. So for our purposes, I'm going to use the value of health. You know, I, I value my health. I value health and well-being. So I want to lose weight and keep it off because I value that health. I value feeling good so I can live my life the way I want to live it. So we have weight loss um, or health as a value. So we want to move into a pattern of behaviors that aligns with this value because when I live in alignment with my values, then my behaviors towards those, it it becomes much more simple, much more effortless. Um, It feels really amazing. It feels empowering, which creates some of um, the behavior change. So, you know, I want my behaviors to become habitual, easy, effortless. And in order for the behaviors that allow me to lose weight and keep it off for good, I want them to be habitual, easy, and effortless. I don't want to be thinking about my weight loss all the time, the food all the time. So to do this, I want to develop, you know, um, skills 
to be aware of my feelings, my thoughts, my sensations. This is about conscious awareness, right? So I want to develop conscious awareness, um, awareness of my feelings, my thoughts, my sensations, and allowing them in, being accepting of them, even the ones I don't want, even the ones working against me. I'd want to accept them, allow them, not judge them. What I do want to do is just notice them, to be aware of them. And then I can work on shifting and choosing new thoughts. Remember, we can intervene at that, you know, we have thoughts, feelings, sensations, behaviors. We, we can intervene at that thought level and create the feelings and sensations that motivate the new behavior patterns that I want, which is effortlessness around food, while still losing weight. So to do this, I need to think in ways that are relaxed, flexible, uh, non-blaming, more focused on learning when mistakes are made. Um, You know, when I do this, when I start to cultivate this sort of mindset, this way of thinking, getting out of the black and white thinking, I really start to create those feelings of willingness which again, motivates my behavior in patterns of eating um, and in a relationship with food that feels really great and and gets me to where I want to be with my weight. Again, a lot of feelings of empowerment when I shift my thinking um, to that relaxed, flexible, non-blaming mode of thinking. So acceptance and you know, and allowing, you know, and, and really thinking about these learning moments. So for many of us, it can be difficult to question our beliefs and values, but every time you notice and reject black and white thinking, you do allow yourself some space to begin to change the pattern. So, and I just used the word reject, which you know, you, you, I want to put it in a different term because you do want to allow it you, but, but it's recognizing it's there. It's, it's the conscious awareness of, oh, right now I am thinking in black and white terms. So when you do that, when you get outside yourself, observe yourself, notice you're doing it, it, you really give yourself some space to begin to change the pattern. So learning how to practice navigating and thriving in a very, this very nuanced world of ours is really setting ourselves up for a much more happy, peaceful life, which leads then to less sabotage of your weight loss goals. If I eat off plan one day, but I can coach my thoughts into a gray area versus a black and white thinking pattern, then I'm going to be thinking things like, everyone makes mistakes. This is not a big deal, and I can make my next best decision. I can also learn from this. I can look back and recognize, okay, I was really stressed, and I was not paying much attention to that, and I just started eating the ice cream that I told myself I wouldn't eat. Next time, I will decompress with a few minutes to myself or turn on some relaxing music when I notice I'm stressed before I open the freezer. So there's lots of different ways to do this, but that's just, that's just one example how conscious awareness, how being aware of the black and white thinking and start and allowing it, but then shifting it into different modes of thinking can really help long-term weight loss feel so much easier and happen quicker. Here's another way to practice gray, um, gray area thinking or psychological flexibility that 
actually doesn't directly focus on the food or diet, but it's a wonderful way to practice more deeper, complex thinking. Because remember, uh, psychological flexibility uh, requires deeper, more complex thinking. And you know, you really, again, it's a skill. So we want to practice it. So in, in this way, you can use your social media. So every time, you know, you pop onto social media, remind yourself what you're seeing is very heavily curated to you. We may often think, you know, I'm right and everyone agrees with me because of everything you are seeing in your feed. But reminding yourself in reality, everyone is just um, those being funneled to you by an algorithm. So this the simple way um, of working with our social media to start cre- to create new uh, patterns of psychological thinking, new new habits, patterns of thought. Um, it's just one way, you know. If you're not ready to go into the food world and changing that sort of thing, the social media thing can just be a really good practice ground. Um, Another thing to do, slow down and be mindful. Mindfulness with eating, with food, can become really our best defense against black and white thinking. You know, this mindfulness, this way of practicing mindfulness with food and eating, um, slowing down just really brings to light. It creates that conscious awareness of what is going on, which again, we need to shift out of the pattern of black and white thinking. So um, can be with food, with uh, your thoughts around food, but staying, even with your emotions, staying in the moment with your emotions and with your thoughts, identifying when you split into all or nothing black or white thinking, and then bring yourself back to the present to the now. That truly is what mindfulness practice is all about. Um, Coming back to the now in the moment, identifying conscious awareness of emotions and thoughts. So that is also a practice that you can get into. And by the way, if you really want to get into mindfulness, there are so many apps out there you can download for free and they'll kind of talk you through, um, you know, you could do like a two minute mindfulness activity every morning or every evening. Even that is going to help to shift, uh, and there's studies on this, by the way, brain research on that, on this, um, where it will within, I think it's, uh, within 30 days, it starts to shift, you know, how things are connecting within our brain. And I'm talking about just two minutes of mindfulness once a day. So it would definitely be something to give a try. So hopefully now you understand how black and white or dichotomous thinking or splitting actually contributes to overeating, um, can contribute to binging behaviors, and basically contributes to undoing your weight loss and definitely undoes weight maintenance goals. So, you know, it's really important to to understand this type of thinking does seem to be the most detrimental when it comes to living a healthy, meaning physically, emotionally, mentally, a healthy life. It It affects all aspects of our lives, including our relationships with others, definitely our relationships with ourselves, and also for our purposes here, our relationship with food. So learning and practicing the skill of how to create more psychological flexibility for yourself and stepping out of the pattern of black and white thinking, of dichotomous thinking, is such a key to creating that healthy, peaceful relationship with food, with your body, and with yourself. Practicing accepting 
and allowing learning moments, practice practicing more critical and more complex thinking, looking for the gray areas on purpose, and then slowing down and staying mindful. All those strategies will help us start to create more flexible thinking patterns that will contribute to helping you lose weight quicker and easier, and not to mention improve your relationships with others and with yourself and create a much more peaceful, happy life overall. I'll wrap it up there. Thank you for taking the time to share this space with me. I appreciate all of you being here and just hope you can take something away from this episode that improves your quality of life. Also, please pass it along to someone else you think might benefit, and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N and get in touch with questions on all things I offer like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. 